Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. Say, should we remove it or not? We all we already know who's at the top there. It's definitely, it's, it's ain't no, it ain't no Caribbean or African person that's gonna say, take it off. But that's what I don't like. I don't like the, you're already like. But they pin us against each other. That's what I'm that's, trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. But, but, but I feel, I feel, let's look at, let me give you, I'll put in a perspective there. Again, all these years, are Africans complaining? Are they doing petitions to say, please, can we not have a genre? Can we not have a category? No, we just get on with it. What's going on, everybody? GM5M, Eli here. Yep. In the building with my main man. Scars, come on. Listen, we're getting straight into it today. Done, no intro. Let's go. Okay, that ain't the intro, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. The GM5M podcast is a platform where we have real and honest conversations about almost anything. No topic is off limits. The unique selling point of our show is at any point anyone can say, give me five minutes. Once that is said, the five minute timer starts and the person has five minutes to say whatever they want uninterrupted. Once the five minutes are done, the podcast is back to an open conversation. Each person can only say this once per episode. And now let's get on with the show. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're not even, I'm not going to let you rap today, innit? Like we need to, we need to just get straight into this. All right, mm. cool. So guys, I'm going to play this clip here. I'm not even going to do too much explaining. Listen to it. And then we're gonna discuss it afterwards. All right, let's go. Give the Jamaicans and promoters the same opportunity to don't close off them dance two o'clock. You understand? Don't make it so hard for them to keep a party. You understand? I'm betting you, I'm betting you, Afrobeat gonna come here, right? I want Afrobeat come here. Look at the privilege what they're gonna get. Look at the privilege that Afrobeat gonna get in Jamaica. And a Jamaican promoter not getting the same privilege. Do you agree with that? So this is what I'm trying to say to you. The same opportunity that the Afrobeat man get. The same opportunity. Remember say, me come from Jamaica, you know. So me should I get as much opportunity. Yeah, it's lit. Are you American? I am. Are you African or Caribbean? <laughs> American. How do you feel about the idea of having Afrobeats at Carnival? Oh, I love Afrobeats. Uh, Where are you guys from? Are you African or Caribbean? Caribbean. 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 How do you feel about people saying they don't want to hear Afrobeats at Carnival? Do you agree or do you disagree? They might eat that. They're fools. They don't, they don't know their heritage, that's what they don't know. We are all African, make them know themselves, you're mad. Hey, Trinidad, where are my people? I have to say again, the carnival that we know today started in Trinidad and Tobago. You know, the costumes and the bands and the road march, the Silver Monarch and the Steel Pen and the Limbo and the Panorama. All of that started in TNT. <laughs> that's me, by the way. Eventually, the Trinidadian carnival would eventually influence the rest of the Caribbean. And the driving force of carnival was back in the day, it was Kaiso Calypso, but today it's Soka. And Soka was created in Trinidad by Rashodi I as a way to unite the two main ethnic groups, people of African descent and people of East Indian descent. So, Afrobeat really took off in the early 2010s with names like Fusil DG in London because of the heavy West African population living in the country. And today, it's now one of the biggest genres in the world. But that does not mean it should be incorporated into a Caribbean festival. Because even though Afrobeat is related to Caribbean music, it is not a Caribbean genre. I'm not saying Africans shouldn't go to carnival, because we all should go. But they shouldn't expect non-Caribbean music at a Caribbean festival. <laughs> okay, bye!
So explain what 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 has everyone just heard? This is is like a bunch of different clips from um, let me shout them out Africa Uncensored, and there's a guy there called Doctor Croc, and he's basically kind of highlighting an issue that kind of picked up from I don't know where it came from, but I think it's more from the carnival. So for everyone listening, you know we do have a lot of uh, we got some international um, people listening, but um, if you are not from the UK, there's a festival in London every year. It's called Notting Hill Carnival. It's basically a carnival in West London that is like the biggest street party in Europe. I think over like one million people are there and it's uh, generally Caribbean music. Um, just as we heard, Trinidad and Tobago, they're the ones who kind of originated it. But I'll be honest, I think, because the origins of carnival, I've heard like two different sides. I've heard that it's actually about an injustice from a murder that, that kind of picked it up and then we had a street party and then it, it kind of evolved into that. And then I've also heard that it's just basically a party for us to celebrate our culture. But besides all of that, what you're hearing initially was a Jamaican promoter or artist, should I say, and he was making a point to say he feels that Afrobeats is going to take over Jamaica and that Jamaican promoters who are putting on shows in Jamaica are not getting the same opportunities as the Afrobeats promoters or artists or people around that genre and then it went into a clip where you know there's people going into the carnival actually the carnival that just happened because it happens every year in in uh the bank august. Ho- yeah bank holiday of august or so so you had bank a pers- holiday weekend yes bank holiday weekend so um you had a, just someone going in the crowd just asking people what they think of it because there was a there was some sort of uproar. I don't want to act like this is some big campaign. Like I don't think everybody's talking about it. It's just like it's more for people who care about you know the status of the music or so. But anyways, the point is they're saying they shouldn't be Afrobeats at, um, at carnival or on a, on a bigger question. Afrobeats is taking over. In, in certain Caribbean countries. And, you know, I'm going to say Jamaicans because I haven't heard it from others, but the guy that was doing the presentation for Carnival, he's from Trinidad. And he even obviously ended off with saying he, he understands Afrobeats is huge, but he doesn't feel it should be incorporated into Carnival. What, 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 this is Man Like Mudge. You're now tuned into the Give Me Five Minute podcast, also known as the GM5M. Here with my brother Samuel. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Man Like Mudge. Out. What do we think of this? I mean, I haven't been to Carnival for many years. I'll be honest with you. I mm. been, not because it's just it's just because I haven't. Like, I went I went regularly when I was younger. I was a teenager into the into the early thir- I mean into the early twenties, but haven't really been. Um, but of course, it's it's a it's a big event, isn't it? Like everyone everyone always looks forward to it. You know, the sun's normally out. You know, I mean, there has been a couple of times it's been raining and stuff like that. So it's a good, it's a, it's a good event to go there. It's it's funny because it's not something I would have thought about. The only reason why I wouldn't have thought about it, I mean, someone could argue is, is because I is because I'm African. So if I'm gonna hear some Afro beats there, I'm gonna be happy to hear the Afro beats there, isn't it? Like, so I don't. Mm. So someone could argue that's why I haven't really thought about it like that. Um, I guess the answer would have been if if this was a. Um, if this was a African event or an African festival or African party, African carnival, you know, I guess we'll never know because I, I, I don't know of any African carnival. There, there is. There's Yam, the Yam Festival. And That's, where is that? 
it's I don't know. They changed the venue, but it's it's a, like a London. Okay. It's it's, of re- it's it's recent. It's not like a thing that's been been about for for time. But um, basically, um, I don't know. I can Google it. But Yam Festival has been the festival that's represented Afrobeats for the UK kind of thing. Okay, so for the last like, like three years. So the answer would be like, is there reggae and dancehall played at the Yam Festival? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it so if it's like that, then it's like that. But I, look, it's an argument that I can. I can hear both sides of it. I can understand why someone that wants to keep it to its purest, you know, that's just what they want to do, isn't it? They're like, look, like, this is the carnival. This is what it's about. This is the music that should be getting played at at the carnival and everything like that. When, when I don't know, I can't speak for you, but when I went to carnival back in the day, I wasn't even there for the floats. I was just there for Rampage. And for anyone that that, that, that doesn't know about uh, a Notting Hill Carnival, which is the carnival that we're talking about in the UK, in West London. Rampage is where, when I was going, they were playing heavy grime. Like, that's where you could go, and mm. they were playing grime and hip-hop. That was that was more for the youth. That was more for the... Because obviously, like, if you got your children... There's no more Rampage, you know. Oh, what? There's that, that stage doesn't exist, or the float, that doesn't exist no more. Oh, when did they stop that? I don't know, but this last time few people went there, there's like, no, there's no, because there was a section for Rampage. Yes. But I think now maybe it's one extra kind of section. Oh, like but, that, okay. But I'm not sure. But yes, I remember it was it Rampage. Just sh- it just yeah. shows how long I haven't been there, guys. Yeah. But when I went there, Rampage, you just, you just, you, you went around, yeah, yeah, you saw the floats. It was nice. The families there, the people were dressed up, they were wearing their costumes. It looked, it looked, it looked amazing. However, I wanted to shake a leg and just skank. So I went to Rampage and it just got, it was just crazy there. So they were so. But you so, could say so. You're, so you're, my idea of the carnival was like I wasn't there to listen to the uh, to the uh, to the soca or to the dancehall as much. But it's it's funny because we would go there. You know, obviously, like shake a leg there. But obviously, like I just remember going to Rampage and that being the highlight of the of the day because you were hearing all of the latest tunes. Obviously, when I was going as well, it's not like now where you can just get music, Spotify, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Like, when you heard the song, you heard the song in it, it was, it was it was more up there. But that's how it's like now. So, and sometimes there will be, obviously, like, you get, like, a live performance by an artist, isn't it? So, like, you get, you get like, a UK artist or whatever there. So that was my idea more or so of, of, of the carnival. So I can't, so I can't really... Say, I guess, like, I feel, I feel people are torn. I, I feel there's a bunch of people that don't. Ask, there's a bunch of people that don't care. They just want to have a good time, and they just want to listen to some good music. Go out there with their family, with their friends, get something to eat. It's a nice day out. Hopefully, it's a nice sunny day. You know what I mean? Like, people are there for very different reasons, isn't it? So, there's the other part of the people that are, I, that are probably going to be un, un, unhappy because I, like, I, you know what? I would say, yeah, you went there. You went there for for vibes. Yes. That's that's the general foundation of it. If you didn't hear Grime that day, you're not gonna be upset. No, I, I, I wouldn't be upset. Okay, so we know, like I think for a lot of us, even even I'll just say more males because I feel like when girls are going, and I'm talking young now, we're talking everybody that's like 23 downwards. When you hear Carnival, Carnival to be real, it, they're not going there for anything cultural. Like we can we can admit that when we was young. Anyone going carnival, I didn't even hear anyone saying, yeah, because my dad really, no. We're going there on vibes. Man are rolling deep. Girls are, are wearing what they're wearing. People want to get numbers. People want to catch a vibe. 
Like, especially for Londoners anyways. I don't know about anyone that's outside of London. So when you go to a carnival, I feel like there's a couple settings that us inner city black kids have. Either you're on there for vibes. If you're a guy, yeah, you're probably going there for you want to get girls. You want to get some numbers. You want to interact. Or you want to just go there for vibes. I mean, I, I can hold my hand up and say that the reason why I went there was experience the cultural energy of the people there. It wasn't there for girls or anything like that. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Anywho, <laughs> the point, <laughs> when we were there, really and truly, you know Wagwan. And I can say maybe as Africans, maybe that was the energy. We're not going there on a vibe of that's, that's so much of like, um, um, how can I word it? Like, oh, the, about the music or whatever. We, we, we're going there for even the mandem. Which is which is interesting because, like you said, like that's not the reason why it was set up or exactly. it was started and stuff like that. So it's actually it's almost borderline a shame that I did not know about the history of Carnival until much later. It's a shame on whose behalf? It's not a shame because no, this like, is a, no, it's no, a no, big like, party. No, no, like, that's, no, it's like, a street no, party. No, I would say it is a it is a letdown because I would say like especially for something. Look, we went to school in London, innit? And mm. this is why I don't. This is why, of course, to a certain degree. And like I said, we grew up um, really early internet in school. So it wasn't like you could just pop on to your phone now and quickly do a quick Google search like that. So I would, I would have liked, I would like to have thought like that in terms of the education, definitely, especially if you're going, especially if you're going to school in London at those times, this is a very important thing, isn't it? Education should have been there. Yeah, like but, but I know I'm not. I know they don't even. They don't know even educate you on 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 decent black history. So that's why I say it's a shame. That's why I say it's a shame. Yeah, but that's why I say yeah. on who? Because what is it? At, at your course, sixteen, like, sixteen. What you're gonna go and find out research? Oh, before we go to the carnival, let me find out no, why like, it started. Well, no, no. Like I'm sure there's a bunch of people like that were sixteen that grew up with that, isn't it? I would, I would, I would, I would throw a knife in the dark and say that a lot of people from Caribbean households mm. would have known about the history of Notting Hill Carnival just from their parents because they were probably they were most they were most you likely know, I, in the I, UK or in London anyway I would I would I would at that time I would disagree on two reasons one man knew enough Caribbeans where none of them I can't I feel like maybe it's just more of a generational gap in it it might be if there's one household that's got mom dad three kids Elderly, maybe grandmom lives there. Yeah, they, they might have that actual history and know that, oh, yeah, carnival is proper important. Da, 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 da. But, bro, we're all rolling together. I'm telling you, that's not the energy. Think about it. If, if it's us now, let's say it's something even that was church based and you're getting your friend to come to your church, you're going to be explaining, yeah, we do this because, do you get what I'm saying? But it wasn't that. Not because I feel like they, I don't know, nobody wanted to say that because it probably wasn't prevalent. It was more of a party. You know, you're going there to have a good time. We're not going there for cultural significance. And it doesn't mean that it isn't that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In general, I understand the aspect of if any, any, any person wants to say, okay, it's a Caribbean thing. This is a Caribbean-led festival. Yeah? Like, if, if any music has to be played, it has to be Caribbean music first. No qualms. I ain't got no problem with that. But the other side is black music, in my opinion, is is kind of like, I feel like it's, why would we have this kind of disdain? Like, yeah, we're not going to play it at the festival. When all this time, all over years, Africans don't do that. Like, I, I feel like it's a bit ignorant. Like, 
I don't remember. And if the, if there is, if there was any time where there was some sort of, you know, African boycott against the Caribbeans to, to play their music in Africa or to, you know, stop, you know, try to not have them be included in something that we do. You, you just ask yourself why. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I get it. Maybe if it was more specific, like imagine a Jamaican award show. If this was a Jamaican award show and then you're just seeing Afrobeat artists, I could understand that. But because yeah. it, it's, it's, a, it's a festival that it's not even just specifically like one country in the Caribbean. And if, if, if we were talking about music that comes from black people, wait, you're going to tell me you can't play any type of, any other music but Caribbean music uh, in the carnival. It doesn't make sense. Hey guys, it's your girl Miss P. And it's your girl Cindy Temmy. And you You're are listening, listening to, to the Gimme 5 Minutes podcast. Okay, so I've actually got the Notting Hill Carnival website up in it. Same, I see it up. So um, I'm just going to read the first paragraph. So bear with me, people, right? So this is the history of the carnival. Okay, so it says Kelso Cochrane was a 32 year old Antiguan born carpenter and aspiring lawyer living in Notting Hill at the time when racial tensions were high. He died after a racially motivated attack on Southern Street in Notting Hill on May the 17th, 1959. And today a blue plaque marks the spot where he died. What was his name? Kelso Cochran. See, on my side, I, I ain't got nothing about that guy. So he says, his murder had a huge impact on race relations. Reportedly, there were over 1,200 attendees at his funeral many of whom came to demonstrate solidarity and to show defiance against racism locally. Activism was stepped up at Whitehall when it was felt the investigation into the murder was complacent and allegations of a police cover-up began to circulate. The case is unsolved to this day. Rab Butler, the then Home Secretary, made an appeal for witnesses in Parliament and went to launch a public inquiry into race relations. Much activity to ease racial tension within the Notting Hill area preceded Cochrane's murder, leading to a children's street fair organised by local resident and community activist Renee Lassett. Lassett is reported to have said to her community and her event, and I quote, We felt that although West Indians, Africans, Irish and many other nationalities, we live in a very congested area, there is very little communication between us. If we can infect them with a desire to participate, then this can only have good results. This small community children's street fair back in the mid-60s that would morph into what we now know as Notting Hill Carnival. Yeah, look, like, I, I, again, guys, look, I'm not here to do um, history lesson, innit? I'm li I literally just went onto the website and that's what they, and that's what they said, innit? That's the history of it. It's a very deep history, but that's just the inception. I just say that to say that, I guess because it is in England, just like what you said earlier, but I just said, just because it's in, because because it is in England, then, it's, I mean, look. To be honest, look, simple. I'm just cutting to the chase, bruv. Even reading that, yeah, and that's from the Notting Hill website, right? Yeah. It specifically even states, and guys, don't shoot the messenger. If I'm going by what Elijah's read out, I, I, I read it. I read it. Yeah, read yeah. It. No, no. I'm just, I'm just making the point. Like, it could be wrong. It could be, you know, someone put false, whatever. I don't know. But that states that they're trying to be inclusive. It actually states uh, Caribbeans, West Indians, Africans, and even Irish, and that it's a congested area. 
in Labrick Grove, which was, for, for people that don't know, Labrick Grove was a quintessentially more of a black area about 30 years ago. As much as it now is more full of, you know, it's still multicultural, but it's a lot of, you know, you got different Moroccans, you got the um, Caribbeans are still there, maybe some Africans, but it, it, it's, it's not as diverse as it used to be, you know? But the point is, even then, they're saying that they're trying to make it inclusive, yeah? So the point is, there's always, there's always, there's always been that, that idea of bringing other people in to, to kind of show that we are unified, and we can communicate. Maybe we can't communicate with words, but we can communicate when we party. So to me, I feel it's, and, and, and really and truly, yeah, I think it's a bit redundant. Like I don't think it's even a big issue regardless. I, the only reason I'm, I'm bringing it on the pod or I feel like we should talk about it is because I know in our community, it's still a bit of a, of a subject. Like you have some people who have a view. They have a view about, I don't know, not, accepting Africans in, in what they do. And I've, I, I had to deep it. Like that video, it does go on. It's about 12 minutes or so. And the guy actually made a very interesting point about how the perception of Afrobeats is changing how people perceive black music. Not only, obviously what he was saying was like, um, with Afrobeats, you obviously it's generally, it's not as kind of, gang or violent or sexually you know out there as quote-unquote dancehall the reggae everything else like that and i'm not gonna sit here i'm not an idiot people i actually love reggae music i love dancehall music so don't even try me i'm not i'm not an ignorant person i just mean it to say the 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 popular artists that we've had probably of the last 10 years who are coming from your jamaica and um, jamaica and place like that we know what, like, it's, it's almost like a standard joke, like, yeah, pum pum this, slider, yeah, pum pum, knife, lock it, longer than a cocky, and da 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 da. It's a lot of sexual references. And what the guy was saying, he was like, Afrobeats kind of gives you a different uh, narrative. It paints women more of a positive light, you know? It paints it more to be, okay, hey, I, I, wanna, I wanna love you, let's get married. Oh, I'll, I'll bring a rose for you, even if it's not real. Because, people, we know there's some scummy African donnies. <laughs> so I'm not saying they're saying it like, uh, you know, we're the best. I'm just saying that's another reason where it could be, you know, it could potentially be a reason why other people outside of being African are like, yeah, they're enjoying the music. And then also the biggest, the biggest point that I'll even say is Africans have been supporting supporting Jamaican music, Caribbean music for as long as I have known. So I find, I always, I swear, I, I never really understand when anybody, and I sometimes you still have this, you get, when a, when a party, whatever, some people, or some Caribbeans feel like, oh, what is up with this Afrobeat music? Like, why? Oh, it's all happy. Oh, yeah, they try and uh, sound like they're Jamaican and this and that. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? When it was 2000, when there was no African music being played and we're all going to the same house party, you don't get Africans saying, hey, please stop playing this music. Like, we don't like it or we're not going to dance to it. Mate, it's music. It's black music. And not only that, I kind of feel like it's been dominant for a very, very long time. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, dancehall music, reggae music, Caribbean music, culture, I feel, 
has se separate from black Americans, I feel like that's the second culture that most of the world know. They know, many people know of Jamaica. I feel, take away America, I feel that you can go around the world and say Jamaica, everyone knows it. They either know Bob Marley, they either know some of the lingo, they definitely know the music, you know? And I even want to bring something up that I, that I have also seen in my, in my um, experience growing up. You're so, listening to GM5M. I did not know this until I watched this video that Scar sent me. In January 2020, dancehall was actually removed from the Billboard charts as a genre. Mm. So the Billboard charts, that's the era for, I, I would say, in a layman's term, that's the ranking. Um, if you want to, if your song goes platinum, yeah, they classify the platinum, the they, diamond, They, they calculate the sales. Yeah, so they calculate the sales and they ditch out. But they actually dropped dancehall as a genre. And two years later, in March 2022, they added Afrobeats. So that was also um, something that has happened as well. Like, so dan dancehall has been removed for Afrobeats in the Billboard charts, which is the most recognized music rating ranking data in the world. One of, yeah, one of, yeah. Well, to be honest, yeah, the world. Because if you take away Billboard, then that's it. You got the R I A A. But all of these are American based. So I think that was the argument as well, saying that look like a lot of, of course, like a lot of Caribbean people are, you know, like worried or concerned because obviously now they're not recognized on that global scale now in terms mm. of the billboard anyway, but that means a lot and it's been in replace of it. So it's not like Afrobeat shouldn't have been added. It's just that Afrobeat shouldn't have been added for dancehall to be removed, basically. I think that's another thing that um, a lot of people can be con be concerned about. Now, of course, like if you like your dancehall and so on and so forth, then um, yes, that could be a concern as well. That, oh, right, like that's actually shown that the genre of music is not necessarily recognized anymore or it's being recognized extremely less um, on the global scale. So um, could could they could they not just coexist together? They definitely can coexist. So but, I don't know but, why they would have- that's, that's on them. Because, and, that's and on I who? I tell, it's on Billboard. But the, but the thing is, sorry, sorry, sorry but, that, but that's the whole thing. You know, when we watched- you know, like in the in the, in the entertainment industry, just the one black person at a time. Yep. So I don't know why they had to remove the dancehall genre and then add Afrobeats. I don't see why they both couldn't just be there. I don't know why they just couldn't be another That's genre. That's why added. I say it's on them because really and truly, who asked you? It's not as if you came to ask um, black people across the world or there was a vote to say should we remove it or not. We all we already know who's at the top there. It's definitely it's it's ain't no it ain't no Caribbean or African person that's but gonna say take it off. But that's what I don't like. I don't like the you're all like. But they pin us against each other. That's what I'm that's, trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. But, but but I feel I feel. Let's look at. Let me give you. I'll put in a perspective there. Again, all these years, are Africans complaining? Are they doing petitions to say, please, can we not have a genre? Can we not have a category? No, we just get on with it. No, 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 hear me out, 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 hear me out. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, there's nobody that's gonna, there's no big protest about making sure Afrobeats is a part of the billboards. No, there isn't. I'm not saying there isn't a focus or an intention to be there. What I'm saying is, if we're not there, okay, fine, we're not there. You don't recognize us. But we, that's why you had to recognize us. That's why we we had to do what we're doing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say is that, I, I'm not trying to say anything like that. It's, no, just, no, no. it's just basically what you just said there, yeah. I don't 
like the fact that they have to remove the dancehall genre. It just it just creates. That's what that's like colonialism again, all over again, where they just get the map of the country, they just draw a line and say, look, you guys are now this and you guys are now that. You guys sort it out and we're just going to leave you to go deal with it. Like, what is the point of that? That's why I, I try and make it the argument about, it's not really, you don't really, and you can be honest, because you say, oh, you don't really like follow it like that. But on the perspective, where do you, do you see Afrobeat artists really campaigning about like not being in the charts? About not being in the charts. Yeah, not being in the charts, not being recognized. Because if a song goes, if 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 there's no category, what that actually means is there's probably not enough of of uh, there's not enough of an audience that is buying that genre. That's why they, 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 that's why you never really had a grime uh, grime chart or whatever. Probably there wasn't enough even grime songs being made that would chart for them to make a a playlist or sorry to make a chart. That's why you had. Uh, um, they had got a UK R&B. That only actually got introduced in, like, 96. Yeah, yeah, look, I, I get it, look. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that, oh, look, because I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure, I don't know about the history of it, I'm pretty sure Dancehall at one point had to just get recognised, had to just get recognised just because it yeah, was because just because it was a dominant culture. Yeah, yeah. But, what, but what I'm trying General. to say is that, like, why, why does it have to be that we got to remove one to then have the other, like that's it's that, not that, we. That, it's not we. No, 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 no. I'm talking as if Billboard, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like why, why do we they have to because it, because because it starts the argument already and it already gets the tensions already up there and it just it's just it's just one. It's just like why can't it just be both at the same time? Why must it only be one? Fair enough, but that's why they say the same thing about see all the Grammys and all that stuff. We need to stop caring. Me personally, I don't give a toss about Billboard and what Billboard want to do or say. Don't get it twisted. I'm not stupid. I understand the music business. I studied music industry management, uh, music industry management people. So I do actually have probably a little bit more knowledge than the average person. And I'll tell you one thing right now: the charts matter only as a metric to show people. Look, if 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 uh, you met somebody today who told you there was an artist. And then they tell you they're touring across the world. You know, they're big, they're this, they're that. And you're like, well, you know what? How come I've never heard you? I've never did da, 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 Because they're probably not being placed in certain positions that will now will consider that a mainstream type of appeal and everything else. And I get what you're saying with why do they have to pin us like that? But I feel that's more for us. We need to look above that to know we know that they're messing with us. For them to take uh, one genre off and then add it back on, then that's, that's, that's a deficit. Like, why do you have to do that? It's not as if, oh, both genres aren't still popping. I think what they're, what they're probably trying to do or maybe allude to, I definitely feel like, I, and, and that's another issue. Maybe even the definition, is it bashment? Is it dancehall? Is it reggae? What we calling it? I feel like that genre or or the like the that the mu- the people making that type of music have haven't had as much popularity, and it's probably a similar thing to like when grime was blowing up and doing its thing. The actual people who that were making grime that were stating it's grime, it's this, it's that. They kind of probably diverted a little bit, you know, making more international music, working with different things to expand the culture. I, I said this before on the pod. All this popularity from um, from dancehall, but Mate, uh, some of us have been listening to the same song for 20 years. We don't even know the artist. As in how? Bro. You... I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you're not telling the truth. Just uh, give an example. Mate, there's songs like Elijah. 
I'm, I have to, because I, I can't say it for myself because I'm the one saying it. Put yourself in a rave. Yeah? Are you telling me all the songs that come out when they get to that kind of more reggae side, some of them, I know you know, but do you, if I ask you, what's the artist? You don't know them. Be, be honest. Okay, fair enough, yeah, but but let's be honest as well, like, where it, you probably have to, if you went to a Caribbean person, they probably would know them. Fine, but then that's that's the point. I mean, I'm just making. like Afrobeats yeah. now, just like Afrobeats now, I'm pretty sure you, if the, if a song plays in any club or bar, especially you, you would know the Actually, artist. You know what? You know the name. You know what? I, you, I, you, you'll know that, but your I'll, regular guy from Antigua may not know. I will say it like this: personally, maybe maybe on the basis of those that love it, because there's there's Caribbean people who are not privy to to everything that's going on in that in that aspect. Meaning, but there vice might be. Versa. Mm, I still say, but there's many Africans that will, will like the music. Of course, but yeah, but, but they tell, might. Yeah, but they tell your Caribbean friend, oh, look, what's the name of the song? Yeah, okay, okay, watch this. I still, you know what? I still stand on it. I still say, if you was to put it in a percentage, there's still a bunch of even Caribbean people that might not even know all the songs. They'll tell you, yeah, my, my dad bangs this out, my mom bangs this out. They might even know the name of the song, but I say, oh, you know, who is this guy? There's, oh, it's this person, it's that person. The point I'm trying to make is, in the UK, because you have so much, there's, it's like you was reading out. It's a melting pot. Guys, for people that are not living in London, London is, 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 is literally multicultural. That's one thing I can say for sure, for sure. You will come here and you will see everybody. Elijah says it all the time. He comes to South. He thinks South is like a mad jungle. There's there's bare people. Uh, Obviously, there's loads I, I of black people. I don't say that. I don't say Whatever, that. Whatever, man. You I know what I mean. People, I don't say that. Though. <laughs> I, I don't say it. it's, it's civilization there. Whatever, man. The point is, it's very, very multicultural. So the idea is, I know, maybe I'm talking on the basis of, in one set of friends, you're going to have an African, a Caribbean. You might even have an Asian, Arab, um, different people. And yeah, we all know this song. We all know this music, but we don't know it. Like that. Like, I can't sit and say, yeah, I know the artist. And even then, I could even probably say the same thing with certain, with maybe just popular music. But the point I'm trying to get to is people still like it. You don't have to, I don't have to like fully, fully know the artist to enjoy the music. It's music. It's connecting with me. It's connecting with my body. It's all And I'm Noriel. And we're from the Black Card Talks. You're listening to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. And you can listen to GM5M every Sunday, 9 p.m. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. Just on a quick note as well, man. Like, um, R.I.P. Coolio, man. Jeez, yeah, man. Um, um, Real le- talk. Legend, boy. Like, a, gang- a gangster's paradise. I mean, obviously, like, that goes into the hall of fame. Real talk. I mean, I mean, when I lie, like, Coolio, shout to gangster's paradise. I see you when you get there. And Keenan and Kel, are you mad? The Keenan and Kel theme song. That that's man's childhood. So that was a big, big look. And Coolio was one guy separate from all of this. I rate him for his hair. Yeah. Because that like, was a big, like, defiance. It's like, a big statement. Can, yeah, it's, it's a big, big statement. statement like, it's and a big his hair standing up, like, yeah. he's on his own tip. But anyways, back to RIP, you know, shout out to, to, um, to Coolio. I want to make this point before we kind of wrap it up, yeah? You see that first person that was, um, that we heard on the audio, I don't know his name, but he's he, he's classifying himself as a Jamaican promoter, somebody in the music industry and everything else. Okay. I wonder if the, he's saying that he feels that Afrobeats is going to take over. They're not getting the same opportunities. And I, I just feel like I don't really, I don't like that. I feel it's so ignorant to just not 
accept a music because it's it's from this place or it's whatever. I don't I don't I can't think of any other way why, that I would why, do that. Why do you think it's ignorant? Because it's music. I understand you want to keep it pure and everything else, but then it doesn't it doesn't correlate. So what happens when you go to somewhere else? If you have a Jamaican artist in Africa, is that what should happen? They'll now say, "Oh, you know what, guys? Don't stop treating this artist in this way." Like, we can't have this artist be here. Or, oh, they're taking over. What are you talking about? Reggae music was pretty much black music all over. People don't understand that. Reggae's been in Africa since the 1960s. You know there's African reggae? No, 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 fam. When I, when I watched the Netflix show about the history of Afrobeats, and they were, yes, it explained that. And I'm telling you right now, if you played the song, you would not be able to even know that this was made in Lagos. Like, you wouldn't know. You, you you think that was made on the islands. Yeah, man. So you... it was very much, of course, like, the roots of Caribbean music is definitely embedded. It's embedded in culture. It's, like, it's embedded. I, I'm just ma I'm making this point to say, even in Ivory Coast, reggae is perhaps most popular in the Ivory Coast. The former members of the Whalers, Tyrone Downey, said in an interview, the first time I went to Abidjan, I was astonished by the fact that all the cafes played reggae. All bands play reggae. You could hear reggae everywhere, in taxis, at people's houses, at dances, in the ghetto, everywhere. Mm. To me, sorry guys, I get passionate about this because it's, it's so ignorant. Like, why would you then tell, your, tell fellow other Jamaicans that, yeah, Afrobeats is taking over? We haven't even done any taking over. We've no, only just charted. No, but would you not admit that it's most likely to take over. It's most likely to take over, or is that actually a bit? Take, so, so, take so, so, over so, so, is the wrong word. Sorry, 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 but or is that even far fetched? Like, because is it is it strange for me to say that? No, I'm pretty sure in the Caribbean islands, if you want to talk about Trinidad and Tobago, Antigua, Saint Lucia, Barbados, Jamaica, that their music will still be the core of their of of their everyday life and their culture. Yes. So it, I'm not even there, but mm. listen, let, let's not start. So, listen to what, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Listen to what I just said. You tell me, I've never heard of no, no Jamaican, um, Bayesian, uh, Dominican saying that, yo, listen, oh my gosh, when I, when I went back home, yeah, they was playing Afrobeats everywhere. Maybe I've, I've heard similar kind of energy now because you get some of the artists going there, but it, we, I'm not going to say, I don't want to sound ignorant and say, oh yeah, we know, but... It's, yeah, that hasn't been the vibe to me. My Caribbean friends have never come to me and told me that, yo, Afrobeats is everywhere in, in Jamaica, in this place. No, it has its place. They still respect their music as foundational. Yeah, like, of course. You, you think, so takeover is the wrong word is basically. Yeah, yeah, obviously it's getting popular, but every genre has its time. <laughs> every genre has its time. Afrobeats will not be the dominant thing forever. That's impossible. Mm. Like how? Mm. Just like even even maybe it evolves the same way you, the hip hop that we call it now, hip hop has been dominant, but it's it's quite versed. If I tell someone, if I say the word hip hop to like a young person, I feel like they'll just tell me a whole different bunch of stuff. Because it's, it's very mature now. Yeah, it's 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 versed, it's mature, it's versatile. Like there's there's different things. So I'm making this point to say it's ignorant because it doesn't actually have any kind of correlation. What are you protecting? Are you, you're protecting, you think that it's going to take over your country and that there's going to be too many people listening to Afrobeats? 
Like, there's no, there's gonna be no more uh, um, reggae music, no more dancehall music. Is that what they believe? Anybody that has kind of a, a, a brain on their head, music is just music. If you are Jamaican, why would you ignore the the actual Jamaican music? Just saying, like right now in Africa, you could go to Kenya. They're still banging now, dancehall. You still get those artists singing or or or, or performing in patois. So why doesn't this guy go to go to Kenya and tell those guys to stop doing that music? He can't say that. I mean, I, I remember this year. I remember um, the Grammys, the 2022 Grammys. There's mm. a group called Soja, S-O-J-A. Yep. I think it stands for, yeah, it, it, sold, it stands for Soldiers of Jar Army. Okay. Right? So this is a group of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight people, right? Right. All of them are white. Yep. And they won the best reggae act. I feel like that one, it kind of went unnoticed. Like, okay. I mean, because I don't know how many of us are watching the Grammys and stuff like that. But I mean, I it, I could look at that and be like, wow, that's that's really telling something. Or there's an or there may be slash an agenda going on here. I feel that the person who was talking at the beginning and anyone that has that type of mindset, they should be more worried about this. They should be more worried about the appropriation that is happening when it comes down to um, the Caribbean music, because I don't care. Like it's just it's it's that type of death. That's a bold move. But see again, that's a bold move. But then for, for them to, but is that whose fault is that? This is what I'm trying to get at. That again, compared to what this guy is trying to say and do, and I feel like you you probably just said it as well. But like, what does that have to do with Africans? I don't understand. You if if you got you you bunch of these 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 white guys that are making reggae and they won the reggae award or whatever it is, who put them for nomination and who is the person that's giving them that award? Did the Jamaican did the Jamaican committee say, hey, here you go, we really feel that you guys are reggae artists? No. We we know who did that. So I feel like and let me just put this it's, out it's, there. A, it's irrelevant. I've never heard their music. We know this listen, I don't have to I don't have to, to to kind of be I don't think I'm being ignorant. I actually I'm just trying to make a real specific point. That is again, it didn't got anything to do with black people. Is it our fault or is it Africans' fault that these guys won that award? And then you want to say about taking over. We ain't even done any taking over, mate. Anyways. Just to show you guys, like, I, I do understand it, yeah? Let's say, you know when Jay-Z did Glastonbury? Oh, yeah. I actually agree to a certain point that he shouldn't have done it. If they told him that he can't do it, I don't actually have an issue. No, but they didn't tell him that he can't do no, it. No, I'm just saying. If they told him he can't do it, I don't have an issue. Why? Because that's a rock concert. Or generally, generally rock and pop, yeah? I wouldn't want to come to... When you go rolling loud, I'm not going rolling loud and gonna see One Direction as a headliner. I don't care. What's rolling loud? Rolling loud, sorry. Rolling loud is like a it's like a festival, but it's a it's it's generally like a hip hop festival. Yeah. Okay. But they always do it in like Amsterdam and different places like this. It's mm. just and you know festival culture has picked up. So the last um, probably five years, there's loads more festivals now. And obviously because of COVID, this and that, people really want to be out there see things, live performances, so forth and so forth. Now, again, if you if if there's a genre that's quintessentially a specific type of genre, I, I can understand that. So I get it. Maybe on the basis of the actual car uh, carnival and things like that, if they if somebody came out and said, you know what, we're not going to play no African music because we feel it's not a part of 
what it should represent. Mm, fine. I, that one, I don't actually have a biggest issue because just like you said, when you was going to carnival, you're not really, you as an African guy, you weren't going there to hear African music or to hear music. Like you, that wasn't the energy. You went there for vibes. If you're hearing your gram, that's great. That's cool. But you're not going to lose sleep. But I understand it. Like, I wouldn't want to come to a, um, like, uh, a drill a drill concert and then go and see, see, like, Harry Styles. Like, why? I don't know. I don't want to see that. And these times, I'm even saying that, but I feel like that could happen. <laughs> I swear that. As I said that, I just feel like, but I can see one of these drill guys saying, yeah, come on, Harry, and let's do our thing. But the point is, I can understand that. So when Jay-Z did Glastonbury, Obviously, it's groundbreaking because from him doing that, you get people like Stormzy headlining Glastonbury. You get people like Dave headlining Glastonbury, which is a great thing for the genre. No, I don't really think it's anything for the festival itself. I think it's just for, for us. It just shows the expansion. It just shows it's bigger than what you, you know. Yeah but, having, yeah, but having said what you just said, though, you can understand someone arguing against it. That, that's what I'm bringing up. Mm -hmm. I'm, that's, I, I, and that's why I'm even bringing up a hypothetical because he did do it. <laughs> he did He did do Glass. I just know at the time, yeah, when Jay-Z said that, obviously when it's come out, Jay-Z, I remember the most vocal person I can remember was Noel Gallagher. That's the yeah. lead singer of Oasis. He was he, he was wasn't against, about it. He was, he was not on that. And I don't blame him. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't blame him. Like, that's what, if, if maybe it's because it's a specific event. We're not talking about cultural this and that. It's a specific event for these people. They created it. They they have it on the on their they got their history about it. Uh, parents have been there, that type of thing. Yeah, why why should Jay Z be headlining it? He doesn't have to. And I don't I don't care how anyone think. Yeah, but if he thought no, because why? Okay, think of Summer Jam. What could Liam could 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 Oasis headline Summer Jam? They it would never happen. So let's let's be honest. Like I can I can I can sit here and not be ignorant about it and be like, alright, cool. You know, I understand where they're coming from, but when we're talking about this taking over, charting, that has actually nothing to do with Africans. Talk to Billboard. And then if that's the case, boy, what do you want to say to Africans that have been making music for the last 20 years and not, no charting, no nothing, no recognition, coming doing shows for nothing? Do you know what I'm saying? And Caribbean music is popping. Like nobody's business. Almost as if you're thinking there wasn't no, like, let me ask you this question. If I asked you when you was in year seven yeah. about Afrobeats, what are you going to say? King Son Yade. Thank you. And that's as far as it goes. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. These times, and, and I know from watching the documentary, it, at, least, at least from the 90s, there's been bare Afrobeats. Afrobeats has been around. It's just been, it's not popular. It wasn't popular. It wasn't getting to us. Do you get what I'm saying? Now it is. And saying, yeah, they're taking over. And even in the words that he's saying, he's not even saying anything's happened. He's just anticipating it. He's saying that it's going to happen. That, oh, we should watch them. I find it ignorant. It's very ignorant. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, of course, like, if you're listening to this, you'll have your own opinion on it. You'll have your own, like, talking points. Maybe you've even spoken about it with your friends and family. But that's something to definitely speak about, you know. Is it a big issue? Is it something worth talking? Do you see it happening? Or is it something that you don't agree with or that you agree with? Guys, GM5M podcast, you know how it is. It's me, Eli, and Scars, Sunday. And, um, you don't know.